I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric at home of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right, this is The Big Douglas Show. Uh, we are live today on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. So make sure you hop in the comments and let us know what you think. Uh, and from the Washington Post today, we have Nikki Jambala. Nikki, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. It uh, it was a busy week uh, in Washington. <laughs> if they hadn't actually played a game in over a month. Correct. Yes, this is one of the busiest weeks. And they haven't done anything. So. They haven't done anything. <laughs> well, what did you think? They are the commanders now. I, I keep wanting to call them the Commodores, so I'm getting used to com- commanders. Like I keep telling myself commanders. I keep saying Commodores. What do you think of the new uh, name and logo? Um, I I like the helmets and I like the uniform. Don't love the name, though they're in a tough spot. I don't know that they could have totally won you know, whatever they did with the name. I feel like there there's going to be critics either way. Um, my main issue with the name is you can't shorten it, you know? It's, what, it's- what about the dubs, as in for W? I've heard that one, call them the dubs. I've also heard calling them the brass. Brass is like um, officers in the military, I guess, are the oh. brass. Yeah, I take either. The problem with dubs is you kind of have to win games to be able to call okay. the dubs. I feel like so that's you know slight challenge. Um, I just hope it's not going commando. I hope we don't hear that in the crowd or mandos right. or other things that can be shortened. To- there will there will always be shorteners from other teams, right? I mean, it yeah, just is what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if you had the information on this. I've been asking around. What did the the firm that they used, what is the number? 42% positivity rate? 50% positivity rate? It, Do we know I what think, they were hoping for? I think it depends on who did the poll and when um, and who they polled because it, I think it's very skewed. Um, you know, the folks we talked to were actually at the stadium most of them were like, I'll learn to live with it. Thank goodness they kept burgundy and gold type of thing, you know? Um, I didn't get the sense that there was like, oh, yeah, great name, love it. But, you know, I also didn't talk to every Washington fan. So, I don't know. I feel like there were mixed reviews. I don't know the general consensus. I would have just loved hogs. Just go with the hogs. Sure. I I thought maybe that would have worked. But did the actual consulting firm that Washington – did, did they give them a number as what to expect? I, I honestly don't know that. I don't okay. know that, to be honest. Um, I've heard that the name kind of been settled on about four months ago. When did you kind of hear? Around that when, time. Yeah. Around that time. Yeah. Uh, do you know what the, the, they said that they had whittled it down to three. Do you know what the other two names were? They will not tell us the other two. We've asked insistently, even off record, they will not tell us the other two. Okay. Um, I think Red Wolves did make it pretty far, but they ultimately didn't want to get in that the legal battle there. Um, and, and people were really upset about, oh, they wouldn't spend the money. It, it wasn't about a dollar amount, right? It was about three years from now, somebody changing their mind and, right. and taking it yeah. back. And I think an important part for them, and they've said this, and I, 
you know, it makes sense to me is, is they want to be able to grow the brand. So, you know, this, this is the first iteration of the uniform, the logo, whatnot, but it's, it's not the last, it, it never is for any team. Um, you think about how many different iterations of helmets teams have gone through. So if they keep changing the logo of the wolves, are they going to run into copyright issues with other teams that have a similar design and they don't want to keep doing that. And that, that makes sense. That becomes a lot. Um, so then it's it's not just about a one-time payment to somebody to get that trademark. You're talking also about copyrights for designs too. Uh, people have, um, you know, they love and hate the uniforms all at the same time. That's to be expected. But I don't think people realize, I mean, Nike does those, right? It's not like Washington didn't have a design team to put those uniforms they together. Helped. Um, they helped. Okay. So they had um, Code and Theory. Code and Theory helped with some of the uniforms. Tanya Snyder was actually heavily involved. Um, and when they were doing the full mock-ups, Code and Theory actually did kind of all of it. They kind of designed these helmets so they could kind of see how they would look. Um, but ultimately, Nike, they made the uniforms and then they handled the design of the helmets. Code and Theory and Tanya really focused in on the design of the uniforms and you know, some other aspects of like their, their logo, their crest, that was code and theory. And Nike won't allow changes till 24. Is that how that works? I've heard the number 24. So like with the crest, people are upset that the numbers weren't done right for the Super Bowl years. Oh, oh, but, gotcha. but there no changes can be done or added till 24. Is that correct? The NFL doesn't allow you to change uniforms or logos in, for five years once you change it. So get okay. used to it for five years still get used to it for five years <laughs> yeah uh washington's back on capitol hill again there was brief new news i guess something more specific for dan dan's dan's got to allow the findings to come out i mean they just can't let, let me let me go this way because it's it's a touchy subject i get if if there was nothing in there they would have released this so that it would go away i mean is that fair to say um, not necessarily. I mean, so the stuff on, um, with the oversight committee, the two new things, there were two new allegations, um, that came up one from Tiffany Johnson, a former cheerleader who alleged that Dan Snyder sexually harassed her at a dinner. And then there was another allegation, um, about bringing prostitutes at his home in Aspen. Um, his side is vehemently denied both but that's being investigated by the committee and these allegations were came, came up and they were new. Um, they weren't included in, um, you know, past reporting or the Wilkinson report. Um, now, as far as the Wilkinson report, there was a common interest agreement between the NFL and Dan. So they both had to approve for one side releasing information. Um, so they both had the power to kind of influence what was put out there, what was not put out there. Um, is that common? I don't know, to be honest. I think the bigger issue is this was painted as an independent investigation when it very clearly was not based on these findings. They could influence what was released. And there is a letter from Beth Wilkinson to Dan Snyder in the NFL saying we agree to provide you a written report of our findings and um, the NFL only released oral findings saying they instructed that. So 
Um, yeah, there are, there are some obvious conflicts and questions and holes and all of this. So it's, you know, it leads a lot up to speculation and questioning, which is fair at this point. Um, the Muriel Bowser was uh, welcoming or hoping for Washington to be back in. Uh, Long felt like they were out of the stadium deal. Fact is, if, if they're not going to pay for stadium stuff, it's hard to imagine that Washington will go back there. Does it still feel like Virginia is in the lead for the next stadium? Um, hard to say at this point. I mean, the biggest issue with D.C. is, you know, as, as others, including, you know, Michael Phillips and other reporters have pointed out, it's not really the mayor's land to give. It's federally owned. It's owned by the National Park Service. Um, and as she mentioned, D.C. and through events, D.C. has been trying to get access to this land for, for years, but it hasn't yet. So it's it's not their land to give so far. They have to obtain control of it before they can um, really hand it over. But I think that's the preferred destination. Just, you know, I haven't heard this outright from anybody in the current leadership, but I would imagine that's the preferred destination to keep, you know, Washington, D.C.'s NFL team in Washington, D.C., um, but they have been close on other areas in, in Maryland, obviously by National Harbor. I think wherever it goes, I, I think a big piece of it will be casino and sports betting. Sure. Um, and that is now allowed in Virginia. It's obviously allowed in Maryland and they have National Harbor. So I think both are kind of in play at this point. Let's finally get to some actual football stuff. Let's. There is a a quarterback carousel every year in the NFL, yeah. and it feels like we never quite get there, not just with this organization, but in general, right? Like yeah. every year is supposed to be the year that things go bananas, and it never quite gets there. Uh, Ron is back to saying they'll swing big again. I think it's this odd misperception that they haven't swung big before for quarterback. They tried last year. I'm curious. It's it's come out that they wanted fields, felt it was too expensive. You think in a moment of honesty, they wish they'd have just spent that first round pick last year on fields. I don't know if it's necessarily fields or if it's Stafford, um, because they did take a crack at Stafford, but they right. didn't they didn't give as much as Detroit, obviously. As uh, LA, obviously. Yeah. Um but you know, I, I think it's easy to look at Stafford now and be like, oh, he's in the Super Bowl. Probably should have gone after him. But also look at the pieces around him. He's a great quarterback, obviously, not to diminish or take away anything from him. But, you know, it kind of helps when you have Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham and that line. And, you know, Washington doesn't have that. And they didn't have that at the time. Um, and I think what Washington did do, which was smart, was kind of build up that offensive line. Now you just hope they can – keep it if they lose Brandon Sheriff, which is a big if. Um, so, yeah, I, I think everything's kind of 2020 in hindsight there. Um, whether they have regrets about how they handle it, I don't know. I don't know that Justin Fields would have necessarily been the answer. I think that quarterback class last year was probably better than the one they're looking at this year, though a lot can change in two months. It's amazing how many quarterbacks are off the radar in January. And then suddenly like, you know, he's going to save the next team and by April. So, you know, we'll see. Let's run through some names here. Uh, Rogers 
you think he stays in Green Bay? You think he actually they actually let him out of the building? And if so, it seems like it's more Denver that's in line for that. If I if I said to you Rogers, where do you think he ends up? Um, I would kind of say Denver at this point. I, I don't think Green Bay can afford to keep them. I mean, they're forty four yeah. million over the cap, and that's not including whatever they do with Devontae Adams. And I would imagine they try to tag him. So that's twenty million dollars to a receiver. And you look at Rogers' cap. I don't know how they do that. They're going to have to restructure his contract somehow, some way. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. I, I think, you know, for a critical thinker, he's got to realize that he, wherever he goes, he's not going to have Devonte Adams and you know a lot of the other talent around him. That said, um, Denver does have some intriguing pieces, and they do have Nathaniel Hackett. Um, and an right. OC that he's quite familiar with now. So right. interesting. I hadn't thought about that one right away. Uh, it feels like Wilson is the one that Washington will swing hard at. Do you think that's just hyperbole? I would not be surprised if they swing hard at Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson. Uh, what you, you brought up, Watson? Any news on the the court stuff? I mean, it. I. Felt like last year it was going to be January, right? When he had court coming up. Well, we've, we've got through January and there's nothing. So is, the, is, his, is his stock dwindling because of it? I mean, what happens here now? Because yeah. I can't imagine he'll go another year without playing. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Um, you know, and this is the risk for, for teams aside from, you know, and especially for this team, you think about some of the allegations and things that have happened in – you know, the last 20 years, do you, do you really want to take this on? Um, but he also hasn't been charged with anything right. and the case has kind of been stagnant, um, you know, purely from the football side of it. And I realize it's hard to separate, you know, all of it, but from a football standpoint, from a team's perspective, that's a lot to take on. You're going to have to give up a lot and you're going to take on a significant contract for a guy that you don't know if he can play, you know, what, what if he can't, what if the NFL doesn't want to play? What if he's suspended? Um, and then what? Um, then you're saddled with his contract and you gave up all these picks and you're worse off than you were before. Um, but if he can, he's a great quarterback. Um, so it's a risk there. Um, you know, with Russell Wilson, will they let him out? I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, do they really feel like now they're they're really going to turn to George? Uh, they're going to just start to build again? I mean, I just I don't know. I I have a hard time with that one. Um, and why why would he want to come here? I know. I like. I know Ron would say like you know we got a lot of young pieces. This is a team on the rise. Face of a rebrand. Yeah, we got a new name, we got a new logo, we got new helmets, yay. Um, but they've also been to the playoffs only five times since Snyder took over. You know, they're, they got a lot of baggage and drama in the background. Um, the stadium's not great. So, you know, yeah. Washington fans. And, and, you know, when you look at the options of where somebody could go, is this, is this going to be their top choice? And I, I think that's going to be a tough sell. So that leaves you with guys like uh, Trubisky and Jimmy G. And if I say Jimmy G, I can hear the fan base cringing, uh, you know, from where we're doing this. So 
that is not what they want. But my understanding is that's kind of like the fallback option I here. I feel like that, that's kind of then the second tier of guys that could be available. I mean, it looks like Derek Carr is probably staying with McDaniels there now. Right. Um, Jimmy G, you know, he's he did win, but you he's know, a he's not going to have that line. He doesn't have Trent Williams here, unfortunately. It no. would have been nice if he did. Um, <laughs> so he's not. Yeah, it's not going to be as good. I, I think. You know, I would take Jimmy G over Trubisky, but never underestimate the power of a Carolina Panthers or Buffalo Bills connection for a player. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I, I keep forgetting that they've got the guy from San Francisco up in the front office that was there. Um, do you think there's better chance that they end up with one of those guys or draft quarterback in the first round this year? I could see him doing both. Like, if you, if you got a guy okay. like Jimmy G, then right. I think you also got to get a younger guy in the building. Um I honestly, like, even if you, well, you probably wouldn't have a first round pick if you're going for, you know, one of the bigger swings, but I, I think you absolutely have to. I mean, you have to get a quarterback somehow, some way. And if you get a guy like Jimmy G or Trubisky, I don't think you could ever sell that as, oh, we think we found the guy. Like, I don't, nobody's going to buy that. No, That's not going to no. get butts and seats, let me tell you. <laughs> no, so. it won't. Do you know if they have a, a preference right now for the rookie quarterbacks? I, like I, I don't or pick it. at this point. I, I think it's pretty early in the, you know, in the offseason. I know there are guys were are probably still at Mobile at this point. I know that, you know, most teams have kind of petered out at this point, even before the game. So, yeah. um, you know, I think they're still kind of going through that process. Um, what's going to happen with Landon Collins? Will they restructure his contract? Yeah, that's a good question. They've kind of been stagnant on a lot of these guys so far. I thought J.D. McKissick would be the first one they get. I was going to ask about him next. I would have thought that got done already. I would think so. I mean, that one seems like a pretty easy one to get done. You let him hit free agency. It's, you know, you're just going to raise the floor. So um, him, Bobby McCain, I'm not totally sure about. I feel like they're, I guess it's, you know, how, how, how good do they feel about him and what he was able to do in the latter half of the season? Um, but yeah, with Landon, Landon's an interesting one. He's one of the leaders of the defense, and he really did play well at yeah. that hybrid role. The question is, does he want to stay in that hybrid role? And if he does, is he going to agree to it's got to be pay a card? Yeah, that's all. It what, a fairly significant one, right? Yeah. I mean, he's owned a big bag of money this year. Yeah. Uh, and if Luke, they got him, I think it's like, what did they say? Like, Six to eight million against the cap. Yeah. Uh, Cornelius Lucas, they have interest in bringing him back? I think so. I think he might have interest in hitting the free agent market, though. I mean, I wondered. That's, you can make good money as any tackle. Right tackle yeah. money is good these days. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, well, they're, because they're blitzing them from both edges now. You know, it's not well, like I mean, back in the day. And, and Sam Cosme, that's their starter. So, yeah. You brought up Sheriff. Not likely that he's back, right? I'm not seeing it. Not unless he's right. willing to take. I mean, I, the floor for him is is got to be what sixteen, he's seventeen. He's making eighteen on the tag this year. A third tag, you're making quarterback money, which is not going to happen. Um, I, I just don't see how you can pay that much to a right guard when you're also going to be paying to a quarterback probably. Because um, it does seem like they that Ron wants to go veteran over. 
over rookie at this point. Um, so you got, you know, you're going to have to make some decisions on your D line too. Um, you know, Montez's fifth year comes up and that's guaranteed immediately. Um, so yeah, there, I don't know that you can, you can spend all that on a, on a guard. They, they said that they tried to make him the highest paid guard in the league last right. year. That's, that's posture right? There's no way they did that. Yeah. I mean, when teams say that in the NFL, you can say that in major league baseball and the NBA where contracts are fully guaranteed. When a team says that it's like, really? I mean, Sheriff is not that dumb to worry he would turn down. You know, what are the guarantees and what's the three-year money? That's what matters. That's right. That's right. What is, uh, do we have any status on the two chases? Uh, Chase Young and um, uh, I talked to Chase Young the other day. He's training in Colorado, my oh, really? hometown. <laughs> um, he said he's doing two a days. Um, how much he's at, like, what in what capacity he's doing because he's still working his way back from the ACL. Not quite sure, but he seemed optimistic. Um, and I know the team is optimistic, and I know Ron has really stressed that he wants Chase at OTAs this season. So, oh, that all drama. Um, and then who else you say? And Rulier, Chase Rulier. Chase Rulier. Um, I have not touched base with Chase Rulier yet, um, okay. but it looks like he's making progress. That was a significant injury. So we uh, hope he's back by the start of camp. Um, so, yeah, they, they it, need him. Although I'm still amazed they had five centers. Stunned. Just stunned. Centers on a roster. None. Like, really? None. And I, and, and I didn't know Schweitzer could play center. He played really well, too. I mean, I, I, yeah, no, I was, uh, when, when the center went down, I said, huh, not going to be good. Yeah. When the second center went down, I said, well, here goes the season. And you're right. We rolled out five of them. Hey, well, the Woodward. Speak, speaking of the injuries, what is going on with the with the training staff? Yeah, as, as far as I know, that investigation with the DEA is still ongoing. Um, Ron has said – he said at the end of the season that they would, you know, really consider bringing on a guy full time. Um, so I, I think they're going to have to, if there's no update on, on RV status, then. Right. They had interns last year, right? Yeah. You, you got to bring somebody in. So. You brought up the weapons, uh, or the quarterback, are the weapons on the team good enough currently? Uh, if, 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 if top, if Logan Thomas comes back healthy and Curtis Samuels comes back healthy, are they good enough as they sit? Um, mm, you got to keep you got to resign JD McKissick. Uh, yes, he seems, I, I, I still don't understand why that hadn't happened yet. Yeah, I because that seems like a fairly the, big deal. That's kind of this team's way, is they, they take their sweet time. Um, and they do have until what March, so. I don't know. It seems like it doesn't, you know, build great relations with a player. Like, why let right. it get to that point? Just, just sign the dude. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think they need another receiver. That said, I don't think they should take a receiver high. I think they should sign a veteran. I think rookie receivers. I think the first years of wash for most of them, unless you're like one of the elite elites and you step right in and your money. But I mean, we've seen it with Yami Brown, with AGG. For some reason, it's a hard adjustment for first year pass catchers. Get a veteran in there because um, you need a third reliable person. And Adam Humphreys is a free agent. Um, you don't know if Yami is going to be better in year two. 
you need another guy. Cam Sims is a free agent. I was getting ready to ask Cam Sims, DeAndre Carter, the other two receivers I can think of that needs new contracts. Are they interested in bringing those two back? Or I, I know they're interested in, in DeAndre Carter, Carter. I know there were discussions there, and that one should be an easy, easy one. I'm sure you need a measure returner, if anything. Right. Also, that's that's yeah. and Cam Sims. Cam Sims, not quite sure on yet. Okay. I, I think there is some interest, but you know they're they're going to have options there on the free agent market. I think it's going to come down to cost ultimately because that those numbers can get inflated. And last one, I the coaching staff. No major changes to the coaching staff, they're right? Not, they're not going to let anybody go. No, they, they don't plan on making positional changes or nothing. They're happy with that and ready to go. Yep. Okay. Uh, you're heading out to the Super Bowl. I am headed out on Tuesday. So, yeah, got a week in L.A. It'll be warmer. I'm very excited about that. Well, uh, thanks for doing this with us today. Have a safe trip, and uh, we always appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. Good. Thank you. All righty. See ya.